The church is not the building or the people, but the faithful is not an individual and cooperation is not the same as submissiveness. The one thing we must learn is that the Christian cannot be faithful outside the church and the church cannot be faithful outside of the word of God. The other thing we need to hold in mind is that words are important. Nothing is as destructive as a word defined wrongly. The other thing it is vital to understand and accept is that words do have right and wrong definitions. We can say the church is Christians but the definition will fall dead at your feet and lead nowhere. A true definition leads to all other truth. Which means we will not always be using words as this world uses them, church is one of those words and Christian is another. The teaching that we cannot have two masters is not simply about not being able to obey two people at once. The real implication of this teaching goes far, far deeper. There are two worlds, two realities and indeed, two races and each reality and race is epitomized by one of two masters. If we cannot have two masters, Christians cannot have a church that is embedded in Babylon. If they do it is not a church, and they are not Christian. The optics may get us by atheists and the lukewarm Christian, but claiming a club is a church and the casual visitor is a Christian, does not get you many credits in the book of life. There is a division in this world, and it is as sharp as a two-edged sword, for it was made by the word of God. Every deceit and false claim is divided from the truth. In the two realities we cooperate, or we compete. But this distinction is one of many. We are divided in as many ways as it is possible to be divided. If we do not live in faith, we live in fear, the fearful do not cooperate. If we do not cooperate we see others as a source of risk, and so we try and accumulate property to give us some insurance against the claims of others. But if we have faith, we are not looking for an edge or an advantage. This is why the believer cooperates. The problem is, if we do not have faith in one another there is no path to faith in God. The person totally alienated from others has no avenue to God. This is why the truly evil never repent and never find forgiveness. They cannot trust other humans because they are so fixated on gaining an advantage of others, they see others as a prey or mark. It is even impossible for the faithful to teach truly evil persons about God, because they do not trust anyone. The problem is not that the evil being does not believe in God, the devil and his demons believe, evil do not have faith in the people of God and without this there is no path to God. If we do not have faith in the people of God, we do not have faith and we cannot live in faith. Without faith we live in fear. The fearful compete with each other and us, because they do not have the basic faith needed to cooperate. Far too many Christians think faith is knowing God exists and spending some time in worship and prayer but they have no real church life. But how much church life can a Christian have if the church exists more as a club than as a cooperative place of faith? This is why we cannot have faith if we do not have people of faith around us and why we cannot have people of faith to do works of faith with if we do not trust anyone. This step of faith called a leap of faith is not about believing in God as much as it is believing his people. Of course one must believe in God and the truth of his word but all this is moot if it never moves beyond this private faith. Cooperatives need people, not buildings. Cooperatives do not even need money and they certainly do not need outreach and missions. But they do need faith and they need people to live in the spirit, not in the flesh. But the doing of good works, as important as they are, are works of the flesh. As important as good works are, they are they do not replace works done in the spirit, 
in the spirit of cooperation. The fruit of the Spirit is cooperation. If we do not have the fruits of the Spirit, we do not have the means of cooperating. A saint needs to bring something to the table. One cannot cooperate with empty hands. Cooperating implies something active, it involves reciprocity. If there is no cooperation what we do becomes a competition. If we constantly give to others thinking we are cooperating, and are taken advantage of, that is not cooperation, that is submission. We have sublimated our identity to that of the oppressor. What our language has not made clear is that competition has both an overt and covert aspect. The most obvious form of competition is when someone fights you to get what you have. There is a physical struggle going on, which may be direct or indirect, but there is always an asset being fought over. One side or the other usually walks off with the prize. A covert competition usually means the loser of the competition is an enabler. The covert competitor takes resources from the loser, but the loser enables the transfer. Some mistake this for cooperation. This is because cooperation is misunderstood as two persons producing the same outcome, but if the outcome is not equitable the process is not cooperative. A battered housewife and a modern liberal government are both enablers. The enemy is a covert competitor who takes resources from the women or state but with the consent of the oppressed. The church is a cooperative organization and so the outcome of building the church is equitable. Equity has been badly used and come to mean an effort to produce similar results in two different cases. The untalented and the talented each get the resources needed to make them concert pianists. A better description of cooperation and equity is two kids shoveling a sidewalk and each getting the same payment for the same work. To have equity is to quantify the rewards. Without a unit of account it is not possible to have equity. Without the unit of account one is hiding covert competition behind a veil of virtue signaling social justice rhetoric. Equity requires impartiality and fairness and this means objectivity. No person gets to determine what equity is or what each person is entitled to. Equity is not pulled from thin air or picked out by the victim. Equity is not about getting even with God because you did not get to be all you think you have a right to be. Equity is about being paid what you made by adding value to assets. This means we are working for God. But this brings forth questions concerning who is the arbiter of equity. Who determines what is equitable? The answer to this is given by God, is the church. But this is the church as the people of faith who are doing works of faith for the people of faith. This does not just have a positive element to it, there is a negative element also. We cannot be working for the evil world. But we need to rethink the church. It is a cooperative based on faith. The church that is built on faith is not the model to which we are accustomed. A cooperative is the people of faith doing works of the Spirit to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit, which is cooperation. Cooperation is self-affirming. A cooperative as a church is not a physical organization. It is not created by people owning shares in a business. The church is an open market. Open markets built by faith for the people of faith. There is no regulation because the people of faith do not fear the people of faith. People of faith create an open market to build up the church. Assets are donated to an open market. The market owns the assets in the economy and records all donations made as a debit of the market's account. The account of the investor is credited with the value of the deposit made. 
whereas the account of the open market is debited the amount paid to the investor. The market represents the assets available to the church. If the deposit or sale is made, the seller's account is credited. The buyer's account is debited. If the buyer purchases commercial assets, the materials are paid for by a debit to the buyer's account, and the debit is paid down when the finished product is sold. If the assets form the basis of a company, the employees are paid a living wage. Payments are in the form of prefers, which is a contraction of preferred shares. Prefers are used as the unit of account and designated by the symbol. The churches in a community join to create a larger market selling more goods and services. Whatever is produced by a free market is produced by an open market, without any distinction between private and public goods. Members donate whatever assets are available that increase the value of the open market. A second-hand shop can be created or a market-selling member created goods and services by means of donations to the open market. Donations of goods to the market are matched by a credit to the seller's account. As goods and services are sold prefers are credited to the account of the open market. Over time as more and more of the economy is absorbed into the open market cooperation becomes the norm. Everyone benefits from the success of the open market. There is no room for competition. Each person works at what they are best at and get paid prefers. The prefers are used to purchase what they need from the open market. In this way full employment is created, poverty is eliminated and each person is paid for what they do.